0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good morning again everyone and a warm welcome to those who tiptoed into the YouTube room a little bit late. Happy to have you all here. Happy to see many familiar names and people I've run across either in person or virtually. It's great. So, this week, the exploration, the theme is on cultivating qualities of mind that are conducive, supportive to inner harmony and outer harmony, peace of mind beautiful ways or helpful ways of moving through the world. And I'm going to start with a story, and it's a story many of you have probably heard before. But just settle back, listen. So we're in ancient India, and there are performers, kind of buskers these days, they would be called, who perform for a living. And there are these two bamboo acrobats, Um, a senior acrobat and his assistant, uh, a woman. And the way that the trick works is um, the assistant has to climb up on a very tall bamboo pole that the main acrobat is balancing either on their clavicle right here or on their forehead. And if you can imagine supporting, supporting a person just with a stick on your forehead or your clavicle, so much attention is required. So the senior acrobat says to the apprentice, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. You look after me and I look after you and we'll perform our um, tricks and then we'll get down safely and collect our fee." Um, that though, the other acrobat, the apprentice, she looked at him and said, no, 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 that's not how it's going to work. We are going to, it would be better, we're going to, um, you focus on yourself and keep yourself quiet and calm and safe. And I'll focus on my balance. I'll look to my own balance, you look to your own balance. And that way we will support each other by supporting ourselves. We'll finish our trick and collect our feet. So it's a little bit audacious for in ancient India for a woman to countermand a senior and a man, but the Buddha heard this story related and said, actually, you know what, the assistant, the assistant was right. Each person needs to be mindful and reach out for themselves, not reach out for themselves, but look out for themselves, look out for their own balance. And in that way, the mindfulness will keep each other safe, not just in acrobatics, but in life. However, it's also true that the senior acrobat was right, that it's important that we look out for each other as well. The way we look out for each other one might call it external mindfulness, a broader field of mindfulness. And that takes place through mindfulness of ethical virtue and kindness and compassion, consistency. So both were right. And the Buddha is talking about here the importance of the primacy of mindful awareness as a foundation. A foundation for keeping ourselves in balance and an important foundation in how we're showing up with other people. Right? So the foundation of all other virtues in some sense is reflexive awareness, being aware of what's happening, what we're doing, how we're showing up, what the impact is. In a sense, this is internal and external mindfulness writ large, right? Mindfulness of how we are in the world and how we are in ourselves and our actions. So in the ancient teachings, the Buddha talks, about other beneficial qualities too, which I'll cover in the next four days. They are goodwill or loving kindness, a kind of sharing or non-stinginess, which is a kind of virtue, and the consistency, the consistency of showing up in these ways over and over. And then the last, the fourth, is wise view. So we'll cover each of these in the next four days. Meanwhile, just to set the stage, a wise person, the Buddha says, a wise person of great wisdom does not intend or practice for their own affliction, for the affliction of others, or for the affliction of both, but rather they practice, they think of their own welfare, their own benefit, the welfare of others, the welfare of both, and the welfare of the whole world. That's the intention. So as many of you have been participating in these Zoom sessions for now years, you're well aware that the early Buddhist teachings are about cultivating qualities, qualities that um, help create these healthy, harmonious, mental sort of states or culture or ecology within us. And these same qualities, when wisely developed, also help us show up in a way, as I said earlier, move through the world in a way that can increase the harmony in our lives in the microcultures around us, whether they're a band of ancient Indian mendicants like the Buddha led around India, or at a modern meditation center, or family, workplace, or neighborhood. The same kind of principles apply. And this combination of the internal and external meditation, cultivation, is really helpful as a basis for true spiritual maturation, insight, greater freedom of the heart, of the mind, and also more of a sense of connectedness, satisfaction, friendliness, ease with the other people in our lives, even the other animals in our lives. One of the teachings I drew from, from and will draw from over the next four days is known as saraniya dhamma in Pali. Dhamma or dharma is one of those words that can mean many, many things. Here, it means something like qualities or principles, factors. There's also a kind of a word cloud, a range of meanings for saraniya. So, feeling into your body Feel how the different English translations I'm about to give land in you. Courteous. Polite. Friendly. Making happy. Rejoice. Gladden. To be compatible. We're just feeling those, the resonances of them. Together, this phrase means principles or factors of compatibility, friendliness, or cordiality. It's often, it's the teachings I'm drawing from, one one way they're called is the principles of cordiality or concord. Some of you may also hear the word sarana, the Pali, in saraniya. And this is um, kind of a happy coincidence. The word sarana means refuge. Many of you have heard that, buddham saranam gacchami, sarana. So it doesn't appear to be a direct derivation in the language, but rather a homonym that the word for compatibility or friendliness among people also happens to sound like the word for refuge. So, in my mind, that means that these are kind of linked, this, this happy coincidence, it means that cultivating these qualities helps our minds, our hearts, our behavior, become a refuge for ourselves. And our ways of showing up, our attitudes, ways of relating, can also be a refuge for other people. It can be a refuge for those around us. This does not mean sacrificing your own welfare. Many of you have probably heard a very modern simile. You know, picture yourself in an airplane on the tarmac, getting ready to take off. The flight attendants come out and they show the seat belts, and then they talk about in the unlikely event of needing oxygen, masks will drop. And the instruction, if you have a companion, especially a child or an older person, is to put your own mask on first. Breathe and then help the other person put their mask on. So, Put your own mask on first in the practice. In fact, the Buddha kind of ranked motivations for practice. And practice, which is not for one's own benefit or others' benefit, is kind of at the bottom. Like, why do it? It's not worthwhile. Worse than useless, I'll just say euphemistically for how it's described in the discourses for practicing for others, but not for ourselves, is a little bit better. But it's really worth noticing that practicing for one's own welfare, even if you don't have others in mind, ranks more highly. Look to your own balance first. Then, The sort of highest motivation, the most excellent motivation that the Buddha praised is to practice for one's own welfare and for the welfare of others, the welfare of all. So, your mission, should you choose to accept it over the next 24 hours, is to perhaps notice how Mindfulness meditation benefits you throughout your day, benefits others, or maybe benefits both. Just check in once or twice or notice throughout the day. You can talk about it with a friend, notice it in formal practice. And we'll be back tomorrow to continue to explore inner and outer harmony through talking about the process of inner and outer harmony kindness, goodwill, love. So thank you all very much for your practice. It's a real delight to see you. All the names and the greetings in the chat. And um, please enjoy your practice until we see each other again.